0: To our latest greatest entry into our Uncle Monster at the Movies series of miniseries. This one we'll be calling Paranormal Shactivity.
1: <laughs> I like that.
0: Thank you. Came up with that five minutes ago. Very happy with it. I Paranormal Activity. Uh, where we will be watching the Paranormal Activity franchise. My name is Chris Anderson, but if you went to high school with me, you can call me Shibble.
1: And I'm Ethan Suresky, and I open all my eBay packages with a hunting knife.
0: That's smart, because it's the thrill of the hunt when you're on eBay.
1: Oh, I didn't even... Now it's even more fun. <laughs> I like yeah. it even better now.
0: Yeah, you're like, I got them. Now to skin them and reveal the delicious meat inside.
1: I actually don't use a hunting knife. Want to see what I use? I use this.
0: Oh, that's a paring knife.
1: Okay, I couldn't think oh, no, of what wait, it was it's called. Oh, no,
0: it's serrated. Is that serrated? Yeah, yeah, it's serrated. Oh, that's a steak it's knife.
1: super dangerous. Like, I, I've come really close to fucking myself up really badly.
0: Though that orange plastic handle makes it look like it was just a knife that you bought to carve pumpkins.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's what it's from. Who knows? But it's super sharp.
0: All right. Well. So, we're talking <laughs> about Paranormal Activity. You chose the Paranormal Activity franchise. This was your pick. I did. Mm-hmm. What what draws you to the franchise?
1: I think that I've always had a fascination with found footage because I have the, uh, the ability to effectively suspend my disbelief uh, for the entire movie, no matter how bad it is, if it's found footage. And this began... When I was really young, and I saw a *Cannibal Holocaust*, and it scared the life out of me, and I knew it was fake. Oh, I wasn't. And then it continued when I saw *Blair Witch*, which I was not sure. I, I I knew it was fake, but I wasn't sure it was fake.
0: I remember I was working at a Starbucks when *Blair Witch* came out, and a gal who I worked with, her name was uh, Blair Sophie. Her name was Sophie, and oh, okay. she was like. Look, you ain't going to tell me that that's fake because if it is, those actors deserve fucking Oscars each and every one of them. <laughs> that that was the discourse around Blair Witch when it came out. People 100% bought it.
1: Yeah, no. So I'm so I'm not joking when I when I say there was an added element of dread in addition to my uncanny ability to uh, suspend disbelief and I saw the movie with uh, Lauren Weiss mm-hmm. um and i drove her home and she was way out in the woods and i remember i was so afraid um i couldn't stop to use to pee you know and like my bladder felt like it was going to explode but i was i was really afraid like it was real terror and it was because of the found footage nature and and the woods the setting you know and and the blair witch really got to me and this one i think brought me back to that kind of feeling when I first saw Paranormal Activity, because when I watch them, I put myself in that place where I'm like, mm-hmm. "Is this real? Maybe." You know, I, that's how I watch them. You know, I, I know it's silly, but that's how I enjoy them. So, so that's why I feel a real sense of dread.
0: Well, that's fair. Yeah, they certainly uh, do. Uh, it lends an air of uh, authenticity, of verisimilitude, to make it easier to buy into the film in a different way, if nothing else. Right. And I think also it they sort of um when you say dread, there's always a certain pace that found footage films have. Right. Scenes have to have these sort of naturalisticness and there always has to be some sort of business around why you're recording or why you're gonna stop recording. You know, there's always a sort of uh
1: there's a formula. There is a formula.
0: One, there's a deliberate pace just to the style of acting and the way the scene flows. It moves in a way that I think is slow enough that it helps build that dread. Like you never see like a clipped, stylized form of speech in a found footage movie.
1: You don't see like um, uh, that Reservoir Dogs dialogue in a found footage.
0: Yeah, you're not going to get Aaron Sorkin found footage (laughs) footage many times.
1: (laughs) Wait, let's put that on our list of things to write.
0: Um, So I I could see... I can see why that's some of the person's feel. I The thing is, for me, when I watch a horror movie, and a lot of people are going to say this, I don't like to get scared. I like horror movies, but I don't like scary movies. Right. Um, and, like, this just sort of has a natural ability to sort of ratchet up my tension. Especially with something like this, where 90% of the actual scares are jump scares. And it does right. a good job of establishing when the jump scares are going to start by being like night 14 with all these title cards. Uh, but I'll talk more about that as we go. Through. Why don't we, before we dive in.
1: Well, can I, before before oh, I want, to address, to, want to, yeah. well, I, I to address something you said, well, I just want to address something you said. I actually am quite the opposite. I watch these to be scared Yeah, because um, I enjoy being scared, but who wants to be scared in real life? You know that's no fun, and I don't. I don't find that I'm frightened very often in in real. Not that I'm such a big tough guy, but I just don't. You know, I don't leave the house much. Um, you know, so I enjoy having to have that feeling in a safe way where there's no. no actual danger, but it's real fear.
0: I think. I think what it is that I don't like about uh, found footage, and also what I don't like about ghost movies, right, is uh, that they both the fear that they. Uh, create is very akin to anxiety ah and yeah and also there's they tend to be less humorous they tend to cut their the yes. humor a lot less both in found footage and ghost movies
1: maybe it's a way for me to explore anxiety and feel it without having a real connection to it because i know it's yeah. uh you know just the movie causing it whereas usually i don't because it's clinical maybe <laughs> that maybe that's, yeah, maybe we, that's yeah. uh,
0: why? With the anxiety caused by a horror movie, you know how to process it. You know how to get to the other side. You keep watching the movie, and then the movie's over. And, and I can also better. turn it off
1: at any time.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're in control of the anxiety, as opposed to the anxiety being in control of you.
1: That may be my, uh, my connection to horror movies.
0: Well, uh, so before we get into it, I just wanted to read a list of titles that I found. Uh, when <laughs> I, I, I went to the search function... In my TV, defined paranormal activity, and <laughs> these are the other movies that I got that had the world the word paranormal in them.
1: Can I guess one? Go for it. Paranormal entity.
0: Uh, yep. Top of my paranormal list.
1: paranormal whacktivity.
0: Yes, that was the yep. Yeah. Okay, all right, and you can paranormal
1: investigation.
0: Um, I don't have that on my list, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was there
1: gacy house
0: and now now i feel like you okay, go ahead
1: i'm sorry i was enjoying the game
0: <laughs> all right so we got uh paranormal whacktivity and paranormal movie the two scary movie style parodies Right, well, of course yeah uh, then we got paranormal entity paranormal lockdown paranormal prison <laughs> paranormal asylum <laughs> paranormal horror of the true north that is not one. Yes, it is. Paranormal Farm. Paranormal. <laughs> paranormal Calamity. <laughs> paranormal Farm 2. <laughs> paranormal Attraction. Oh, God. Paranormal Is Normal. Paranormal <laughs> Doorways. Uh, paranormal Extremes. And <laughs> Paranormal Farm 3 Halloween.
1: Paranormal Farm. I'm gonna have to watch that.
0: Yeah, the there's uh, there's enough uh, juice in there to squeeze out three three films. So, and there was also another uh, entry into the parody uh, selection was Thirty Nights of Paranormal Activity with the Devil Inside the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I can't imagine how dog shit that movie must be.
1: Oh my god, it's it, it probably makes a Wayans movie look like a Richard Pryor stand up.
0: It's gone, it's I bet it is brutal. I once watched uh which one was it? I think it was a superhero movie uh with my Ugh. roommate Greg. We were both stoned. <laughs> and what we did is at one point we turned the sound off <laughs> and it became ten times funnier. <laughs> Because then, then all the jokes weren't telegraphed. Instead of like, "Oh, hey, it's Iron Man," and then Iron Man shows up and he starts farting, you just like see them all standing around, and then Iron Man shows up and then leaves. Like, it's it's a lot funnier that way. I recommend it.
1: <laughs> that would have been a good Uncle Monster recommendation.
0: Yeah, uh, superhero movie with the sound off. With the sound off. Yeah. Uh. All right. So. You want to get into the plot?
1: Let's get into Paranormal Activity 1, Paranormal a.k.a. Paranormal Activity.
0: So do we have, uh, who's who's the director on this bad boy? Uh, Oren Pelley. Oren Pelly. All right. Good for you, Oren. And apparently this is one of the most profitable films ever made. Like yeah, cost- much like
1: the Blair Witch Project, had a very small budget and a huge reception.
0: Yeah, like cost under half a million and made Ooh. 194 million.
1: Holy shit!
0: Yeah. So kudos, and that's why you should be backing our script for Mommies versus Mummies. To <laughs> be directed by Jim Wynorski, we are in talks to have yes. talks. Uh, yeah. So uh, we open up on uh, a title card. And uh, it's saying, thank you to the families of Mika and Katie. And this dude's name is Mika. Yeah, by the
1: way, it said Micah. I will correct you. (laughs) It said Micah, but throughout the entire movie, they insist that this guy's name is Mika.
0: And apparently, this guy, this actor, like both the lead actors use their real names for their characters. Right. And so... He must be Mika. That must be his real name.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not nice. You know what? He's. I'm sure he's a nice guy. Mika. I'm sure.
0: I'm sure Mika, the actor, is a nice guy. Mika, the character, fucking sucks. Um, he's, <laughs> so he's playing himself. <laughs> he he makes the movie worse. Uh, (laughs) oh
1: my god it's so fun to hear your takes on this movie because like i've seen it so many times like i really love i love this movie so it's so it's fresh to hear someone who doesn't like it because i'm in my own head you know
0: yeah all right so we start september 8th 2006 and obviously because it's a found footage movie the sound quality is just shit you can't understand anything anybody's saying (laughs) really fucking annoying uh, Mika, he's got uh, he's got a camera. He's got a big old camera. And he he got himself this big old camera because something weird's going on around the house. He lives with his beautiful girlfriend, Katie. And there's a lot of room slap. There's a lot of sound of like voices bouncing off the wall. And obviously we're in no place to be criticizing other people's sound design. This is the first episode where Ethan is recording with a microphone that is not attached to his headphone cord. <laughs>
1: So technically, if there was any time to criticize sound design, it's now.
0: Now, now we can do it. I'm going to say the sound design of this is really unpleasant.
1: There you go. Enjoy. Uh,
0: there was uh, a whole scene about setting up hidden microphones around the house, but, uh, you know, it didn't really help that much.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love the banter between the two. That's my favorite.
0: The two of them did a good job, uh, I feel like Mika's decision to make his character or whoever's decision was to make Mika such an overwhelming piece of shit really uh, dropped the ball <laughs> on it. And I, I feel like the face
1: director face. just said, bring a lot of yourself to it is what <laughs> I feel like that's all he said.
0: Well, this guy sucks shit. He's terrible. Uh, <laughs> and he's a, day, he's
1: a day trader, too.
0: Yeah, he works for something called CoinNet. This dude, this is basically a crypto bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but whatever, I guess in 2006, crypto bros were just using actual money, which makes them mildly better. Uh, but anyway, he's got this camera because Katie, his living girlfriend, has been having some weird experiences, something a little bit
1: rookie. (laughs) That was awesome.
0: <laughs> oh, he really likes that one. He yeah, it's yeah very funny. Vincent Price thought it was great.
1: Yeah, really enjoyed it. <laughs> I don't, that one like took me by surprise. These the the, the sound was up in my headphones. The, gotcha. The, the lightning was very effective. Yeah.
0: So yeah, or thunder.
1: So I guess it was thunder.
0: Uh, yes, that would technically be thunder. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. So he's got this uh, camera to see if they can capture some evidence, find out what's going on. He thinks someone's sneaking into their house, which honestly, he's very nonchalant about. He's like, it's probably just some neighborhood kids sneaking in and like, creepy crawling in our house. You know, just some mental family shit.
1: He did mention that they had an ongoing issue with one of the neighbor's children who were peeping through the windows at Katie. Did you notice that?
0: Yes, he did say that. That's what he thinks it is.
1: Yeah, but that, no, no, but that he didn't seem as concerned about. He was like, you know, they might be peeping in the windows at you, too. And then he kind of went about his way, you know? Yeah, he does
0: not give a shit that someone is, like, violating their home.
1: And she is busty, you know? Like, I can picture her being the target of neighborhood kids peeping.
0: Yes. If, If they were going to pick an attractive lady on the block, she certainly seems like one, she'd be in your top five.
1: Well, I'd have to see The Neighbors, but I mean, yes. yeah,
0: they live in Hollywood, so who can say? But Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would say, yeah, would not be at all surprised to find her in the top five. Uh, so that night, 1124, and they're getting into bed. These young couples, they love to stay up so late. <laughs> and uh, this is when they uh, start filming at night, and we start getting night vision scenes. And, uh, you know, the night vision scenes are always going to be scary. A title card always fades in and it's like night one in this case, 209 a.m. And you hear like a thud. (laughs) Oh, shit. There was a thud. Something happened. It's probably, you know what? I bet there's going to be a ghost in this movie. You guys, (laughs) you know, what? I don't, I've, I've seen movies like this before and I bet that was a ghost or something. But at that time,
1: had people seen movies like
0: this before? It's true, they hadn't. They no one had ever seen a movie with a ghost in it before and heard a thing.
1: <laughs> Barbara Hershey says the entity might want, might argue.
0: It's true. So the next day we see uh there uh, they go downstairs. Uh, we see obviously Mika in his coins.net t-shirt. There's
1: one, there's one shot where he literally like I thought it was a real business. That yeah, was I maybe thought they hunting. like
0: sponsored the film. Yeah,
1: yeah, I thought they were helping to pay for the film because there was a shot where it was just right in the middle of the, his shirt with the logo. Yeah. I, I, you know, I should I should have googled it.
0: It's not too late. You do it right now while I do some notes. Absolutely, you go ahead. Uh, so they go downstairs and they find Katie's keys sitting in the middle of the kitchen floor. She never puts her keys in the middle of the kitchen floor. She always. What you? Keys- no, she always puts them on the counter next to David, next to Mika's wallet. That's classic Katie. Keys next to Mika's <laughs> wallet. Middle of the floor? Never. That's weird. Why would a neighborhood kid break into our house and do that? Like, If it is, it's no big deal. It's just a neighborhood kid breaking into our house and touching our stuff. But Katie thinks it's something worse. But she's got some good news. She's invited over a psychic. The psychic's going to look into it, see what he can figure out. Dr.
1: Fredericks. I love Dr. Fredericks. Dr.
0: Fredericks was a great character. I like Dr. Fredericks a lot.
1: Uh, by the way, it said bad request unsecure.
0: Okay, that means do not go there. Not a real website.
1: And and then I put coin dot net and it said insecure and it yeah. looks sad. Don't go there. Yeah, that was just a sad website. Didn't like how it looked.
0: No, no. It just it had a bad vibe. Yeah. Now Mika is sort of teasing Katie a little bit. Like, "Oh, we're going to bring over your psychic friend. I'm going to play creepy music to tease the psychic that you're inviting over to the house."
1: Which is rude cuz he's, you know, he's a professional.
0: Yeah. Then he's just like another fucking human being. Yeah, did ever, really. Did I ever tell you about my friend Betsy the psychic? No, tell me about Betsy the psychic. I don't know anything about her. She was a gal that I knew from the New York anti-folk music scene. Uh, if you know anybody from that scene, if you say Betsy, the psychic, they'll know who you're talking about. She was this real cute gal, uh, you know, maybe like five foot, nothing full of piss and vinegar, real great lady. And, uh, and she was a psychic. That was her job. She was a psychic. And so I ran into her in the street one day and I was like, Oh, Hey Betsy, what's going on? Uh, she said, Oh, or, or I said, Hey, and she said, Hey, she asked me what I was doing. And I said, oh, I'm going to go play Dungeons & Dragons with some friends of mine. Because it was Dungeons & Dragons night. I was going to go play D&D with Hal. And what are you doing tonight? I asked her. And she said, I'm going to, like, this sort of psychic meetup thing where me and some other psychics, we get together and we all, like, practice being psychics together. And we, like, focus our psychic powers. And we do psychic stuff together. That's cool. I said, okay, that sounds fun. Yeah. Have a nice time. And then I ran into her uh, maybe a week or so later. I just said, oh, my God, I'm so glad I ran into you. You'll never guess what happened after I ran into you that night. You were going to go play Dungeons and Dragons. Later that night, my psychic community and I, we made psychic contact with a dragon. (laughs) (laughs) And it was that that I realized she was not only asking me to believe that she was psychic, but also that dragons were real, and that dragons are psychic. Uh, and so I was like, well, so I just said, "Wow, that's crazy because that's all you really can say. Uh, do you think she's
1: super creative and unique or or is she mentally unwell?
0: I don't think those two things are at all. no, they're not no, 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 no.
1: I listen, like I'm mentally unwell, and I'm unique, you know, I mean, there's definitely I mean, uh, all of us have a little bit of that, but I'm saying her, does she believe that she's communicating with dragon psyches?
0: I, I believe so. Maybe in a, a less literal sense than, okay. you know, like I always think of it in terms of anagogical truth. Have, are you familiar with that idea?
1: No, I'm not at all. all right.
0: Well, you know, there's like literal truth. You know what that is?
1: Yeah, I'm yeah, familiar. Then
0: all right, and then there's metaphorical truth. Yeah, or something's like not true, but it's a metaphor. Right. And it points to something that's true. And then there's anagogical, anagogical truth, which is like spiritually true. Oh, like the best example that I can think of is in Catholicism. When you eat the communion, you're eating the body and blood of Christ. And that's not literally true.
1: But it's also well, not a metaphor.
0: Meta- it's,
1: it's. I was about to say, isn't it metaphorically true? No,
0: no, it's not a metaphor because it is absolutely one hundred percent true in a spiritual sense.
1: Oh, it's supposed to actually be the blood and the but only spiritually, I guess. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Like you couldn't take like a DNA test of the wine and be like, "That's Jesus' DNA." Obviously, no one's like, No one's going to say that. But it's not a metaphor because it's not like God doesn't. No, no, it. it's it's, li- it's quite literal. Yeah, but just in a, in a spiritual sense.
1: That's interesting. Didn't someone just use that? As a, Aziz Ansari just got uh, caught telling a bunch of uh, stories in his standout that were really personal,
0: mm-hmm. that
1: weren't true at all. And he goes, they were spiritually true. And maybe that's what he meant.
0: May, uh, maybe, but that's probably not what people were hoping for when they went to. No, study. no, they
1: were way more disappointed than I was when I, no. when I heard about anagogical truth.
0: Yeah, no, I'm going to say that for Psychic Betsy, this is an anagogical truth.
1: Right. Okay. Well, that's good. I, I would. I wish I met her. She sounds interesting.
0: She was really interesting. Uh, yeah, just a great lady. So where were we? We were talking about paranormal activity.
1: Mika. The only Mika I know. I know a girl named Mika, but it's short for something. Like, I don't know any actual Mika, especially not a male Mika. It's such a unique name. It is. It gets your attention too much, I think. They should have named him Mika. It's really
0: up. distracting every time. It I is. Totally. I, like, I learned his name probably 20 minutes before I learned Katie's name. In and <laughs> every time they said Mika, it just, like, popped out at me. It, like, <laughs> like it erased
1: that. Katie's name every time you heard Mika's name. It
0: was like, okay, I know that's Mika. I know that's Mika. <laughs> if they said her name, it would have popped. It would have popped, yeah. right? They wouldn't just choose some name that I'd forget, like Katie.
1: Wait, name a name for her that would have been equal to Mika.
0: (laughs) Easy. Amethyst.
1: Amethyst. Okay, Amethyst and Mika. Okay, I got you. Understood.
0: But anyway, the psychic professor, he's showing up.
1: (laughs) Dr. Fredericks.
0: Yeah, yeah. So he shows up, and they're talking to him. And she says... And I, and Mika's filming this entire thing. He wants to create a documentary about her experiences and what's going on. He thinks this is a great idea.
1: You get to he's help. got that crypto bro cash scheme and you know he wants to make some money on this.
0: Yeah, and he's also like, hey, uh, what I can also do is uh, just get some AI to do it for me if this doesn't work out, babe. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I'll just type uh, girlfriend big boobs haunted. <laughs> <laughs> Amethyst big uh, boobs haunted. <laughs> very big boobs. Very haunted. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, so Wait.
1: Well let's do that and make it the advertisement for this episode. Just go to an AI and say
0: Amethyst very... Boob's girlfriend very haunted.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I really want to see what comes up. That's gonna be great.
0: Alright, I'll see what I can find.
1: Oh, uh, awesome.
0: Now uh so she says she's been haunted since she was eight years old. She tells Professor, what's Professor? What's his fucking name? Fredericks. Fredericks. I keep on wanting to say Professor Henry. Professor Frederick. <laughs> uh, you can call him th-
1: Professor Henry. I don't give a fuck. I,
0: I probably will at some point. She tells Professor Henry that she saw uh, the hat man, and then her house burned down. And since then, she's heard voices whispering her, her name in her ear. Uh, So... And Dr. Uh, Dr. Fredericks. He's like, you know what? Uh, to me, you know what this sounds like? <laughs> this, this doesn't sound like a haunting. If this was a haunting, I might be able to help you. This sounds more like a demon situation. I think what you've got is a demon. A haunting is when it's a ghost. A ghost used to be a person. A demon was never a person. And all they want to do is make your life terrible and they want to kill you. And, and he
1: goes, I'm very uncomfortable with that.
0: Yeah, so yeah, I I'm not the right person to be doing this. I could only make this worse. I'm going to, here's a referral to a doctor Johannes something. And I'm going to leave right now. Have a good day. What Call is me that if guy? you need anything.
1: Johan Abrams.
0: Johan Abrams. Because
1: he's a demonologist. He'll know what to do with this demon.
0: Yeah, that yeah. So they give him a reference and Katie's is obviously very excited and mika is like uh this is dumb babe i want to keep filming but uh don't call that guy babe it's dumb don't do you call think that he dumb guy.
1: do you think he um improv those lines when he's like he's he's late um he's a psychic shouldn't he have known there was traffic or do you think that was in the script
0: i, I what is the script with this
1: I I'm not sure what the script situation is. I
0: think this is all uh maybe rehearsed but I think ultimately uh uh improvised. Oh, I think a
1: lot of it's uh just conversation cut up and but I think there are certain lines they have to hit.
0: Oh, I think I think there are beats they have to hit. I think they're given an outline for a scene. Uh, I
1: I bet there are lines as well that they wrote in uh
0: uh, definitely, I mean,
1: definitely beats. I agree with you that the beats are set. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't see why, why it
0: would be necessary for them to create specific lines of dialogue.
1: Oh, I, I, I would just, I would think if I was putting this movie together that I would see that you know that in my vision I would have certain dialogue that I'd want to try. You're just a
0: control freak. Uh, maybe I am. And yeah. Loose. Yeah, you're right. That's you're right. I, I should trust. Footage movie.
1: I should trust Mika with my film. Let it, Let him write it. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and Mika obviously proves himself to be a very trustworthy source uh, because he keeps on insisting that he make a porno <laughs> with uh, Katie. And despite Katie's repeated requests, no, I don't want to do that. So, it's funny
1: when you keep asking a girl after she says no, though, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously that's really cool. And uh, Mika doesn't uh, really just suck. He's just so fucking unpleasant. Uh, but yeah, he keeps on being like, okay, "Come on, baby, let's just make this one for the for the for the record books." Do you know what? You know I what?
1: Mean? You know what? Line I just remembered. Katie goes, "How much did that camera actually set you back?" And he goes, "About half of what I made today."
0: <laughs> yeah, guys, sucks.
1: Yeah, that sucks. I can't believe he said that. <laughs>
0: Uh, and also, it really took me back to 2007 to hear that he was hooking his camera up to his laptop with a firewire. wire. Fire wire. Yeah, that is not a term you hear very often. So, Dude, that really dates it. Oh, uh, Professor uh, says before he leaves, if you get a board and you're inviting it in, do not get a board. He just calls Ouija boards a board because I guess they're just common parlance in his field.
1: What other kind of board would he deal with? <laughs>
0: like, I, why would he say, No, I mean, why would he just say, if you get anything to communicate with his baby? Like, right. why is he specifically going for the trademark Hasbro Ouija board? <laughs> like,
1: choice. He's like, you can do a seance, just don't use a board. Feel free to cut your hand open and smear blood on the walls and call out to Satan, but don't use the board.
0: Yeah, obviously you don't want to use a board on this. <laughs> That's the problem.
1: So Hasbro was a sponsor, CoinNet.
0: Yeah, the two of them together are obviously <laughs> going to be the powers that be behind paranormal activity. Now, <laughs> the professor leaves, at which point Mika says, what a fruit.
1: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, but does that, and, was that, is that, a, a, is that a gay joke or does he mean like a, like a, he's a bit strange? Like, or is that always, no, gay
0: no, no, that's been a gay joke since like the 20s at least.
1: Okay. I was, I was just, I was, I'm just trying to look for the bright side of Mika, but there's not one really, is there?
0: No, he's, uh, he genuinely, he's not a good guy. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, uh, I'm going to uh, call the demonologist. And he says, no, nah, babe, I'll take care of it. <laughs> don't, don't call him. I've, we already had this one guy here, and it sucked. He was lame. And so I don't want another guy here. So I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it, babe. I'll take care of it. Listen, the camera's off.
1: <laughs> oh, that was bad.
0: Yeah, he did say a uh, lie about the camera being off, saying it was a standby light. While initiating sex, fortunately, uh, his girlfriend, who really could do so much better, does not believe him. And that's all I'm speaking of Katie, who could do better. Uh, strange thing about her character, yeah, has been uh hunted by a demon since the age of eight, yeah, seems to be very normal. Like she's not goth. She she doesn't even like smoke cigarettes. I don't think.
1: You you would think that someone haunted by a demon would yeah. smoke cigarettes.
0: Yeah, I w- I would think they'd probably do drink or something. I mean, At least eight. This is a lot. Yeah, yeah. Show her like fucking biting her nails. Anything. She looks so <laughs> she looks more put together than I am.
1: Yeah, she is well adjusted. I I think it's it's the fact that it's. Uh, it's, it's in and out of her life, so she's kind of gotten used to it, but not overexposed, maybe? I don't know.
0: So, uh, so Mika, also thinking that uh, Katie is hot, attempts to uh, initiate some on-camera sex without her knowledge, but she fends him off, or rather, realizes the camera's on and turns it off. And then we get another screen, night three, <laughs> 209 a.m.
1: And this time... Onward, soldiers! Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were in the Civil War. This time, a
0: door moves. (laughs)
1: But it doesn't just move. It moves back.
0: And there's a rumble.
1: Well, one thing I should make clear is that uh, any uh, appearance or manifestation of the spirit or demon, whatever it turns out to be, no spoilers... Uh, whenever it, it appears or manifests, it's accompanied by a low rumbling uh, in the sound. And if you have like a woofer, it'll like really start to like boom down low. But it's like a static with a rumble. And it all that'll always precede any action that the spirit takes.
0: Yeah, that's when you know it's spooky time. <laughs> yeah. A spooky alarm starts flashing on the screen. Be afraid. Be afraid. Be, <laughs> afraid! Be afraid. Be afraid. It is Pavlovian. Yep. Uh, so uh, Mika has taken it upon himself to start reading on demons. He's been reading. He-, he got a book from the library.
1: <laughs> the first time I'm imagining.
0: Yeah. And he's like, no, I got this figured out. Listen, <laughs> uh, you're thinking it's a demon. Uh, looks like it's probably stalked you for decades. And uh, wants to end your life horribly. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry, babe. We'll take care of it. He says specifically, I wrote down the quote, we'll take care of it. <laughs> we'll take care of it.
1: I bet you he, get lo- he gets lost all the time.
0: This guy sucks. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, night five. We jumped ahead of night. Nothing happened on night four. Night five. a.m. And Mika's laptop must just have a ton of storage in it. I'm pretty jealous of his setup. (laughs) Uh, Katie wakes up gasping from a nightmare. There's a thud. Look (laughs) around, but they don't find anybody. The next day.
1: It should have been a neighborhood kid sitting in the living room with, with binoculars.
0: Yeah. I'm jacking off to the lady across the street.
1: <laughs> Are you? That's what you're doing, I'm kid? Put the
0: camera down or you're going to go to jail.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good character. I like that. Jacking off, kid.
0: Yeah, just classically breaking into your house to jack off while looking at a different house. <laughs> Next day, Katie has a friend over. They're doing some uh jewelry crafting. It looks like Katie has some sort of Etsy style jewelry business going. And she's doing a little crafting with her very tall, very skinny friend. Very severe.
1: Like,
0: yeah, she's got uh uh she was great. I thought she was a great character.
1: Oh no, I enjoyed her. I'm just she had a severe look to her character. I'm not saying she was yeah. unattractive. Uh
0: so Mika says that he picked up like a voice. And he's like, uh, and they're like, you should stop messing with this stuff. The lady friend is totally on board with Katie. Both knows Mika should stop messing with this stuff. Uh, but Mika, he's he's found like a voice in his audio recordings with his VMF recorder or whatever the fuck it's called. EMF. And he wants to buy a Ouija board, despite being told specifically, hey man, don't buy a Ouija board. The one thing you shouldn't do is buy a Ouija board. And what's funny is, uh, Professor Frederick, are you frozen?
1: No, I'm laughing. I'm uh, sorry. (laughs) I was enjoying. I was listening to it like a story.
0: So, uh, Professor, then what happens, Dibble? You're completely not moving at all. (laughs) I'm (laughs) very.
1: I'm engrossed. What do you want from me? I mean, you're a good storyteller.
0: Thank you. So he's like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get. uh, I'm with this Ouija board, despite being told. And honestly, I think if Professor uh, Frederick had never mentioned Ouija boards. He never would have thought of it.
1: Do you know what he said to him? He goes, like, you can't use Ouija board. You're going to put Katie in danger. He goes, do you understand? And Mika goes, yes. And Fredericks goes, I sure hope so. That was the exact conversation.
0: Yeah, does not understand. Mika does not get it.
1: No. Not at all. It's like a chimp. Yeah. But dumber.
0: But... Uh, And obviously, I think he brings that up to uh, Katie. He's like, we need to get another way to communicate something, maybe like some sort of Ouija board. And "And I'm going to (laughs) make a great documentary about how you're getting assaulted by a demon. And Katie's (laughs) like, no, no, this is going too far. We need to turn this around. I'm getting really freaked out, and I don't like how you're not taking this seriously. Promise me you're not going to buy a Ouija board. He says, "I promise I won't buy a Ouija board." Verbatim. Verbatim. Those are exact words. He then goes around and he antagonizes the demon. He keeps on being like, "Come on out, you dumb bitch! I ain't scared of you, demon."
1: Much in the much in the um, same way that one Kensegos once said, "Hey, Freddy, pussy." Yeah,
0: he is. He is imagining himself to be Kincaid in this film, but he is. An but old he's not.
1: Kincaid. He's no Kincaid, ladies
0: uh, and gentlemen. And uh, and I, he was told specifically not to antagonize it as well. <laughs> don't get a Ouija board and don't yell
1: at it and don't no, antagonize don't call it. it a bitch. Yeah, don't call it a bitch. But I'm a crypto bro. What else am I going to call it?
0: So, night 13, 3.13 <laughs> a.m. They hear some creaking. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was a good one. (laughs) He can't get a hold of himself.
0: (laughs) No, he loves the show.
1: He's hysterical. Uh,
0: So, then there's a shriek and a loud thud. That was paranormal activity. This time, you can be pretty sure that was some paranormal activity going on. (laughs) They grab the camera and run downstairs.
1: And find a little boy with his pants at his ankles.
0: (laughs) That was the noise I make when I come (laughs) i got dizzy holy shit so uh and they see the chandelier is swinging above them that's
1: a by the way that's a hallmark of the paranormal activity franchise the swinging chandelier
0: Ooh, watch out for that easter egg fans i can't wait to see five more swinging chandeliers
1: it's more than
0: five. Chandelier watch. <laughs> you Mika's know, people loving
1: people, this. people went to the theaters just for the chandeliers, and you laugh.
0: It's true. It's kind of like Phantom of the Opera in that way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just, just like it.
0: <laughs> uh, Mika Mika's loving this situation. He's like, yes, I'm finally getting some good footage for my demon documentary.
1: Is his whole angle that he wants to make money off of her terror and abuse?
0: His whole angle, I don't think he thinks that far ahead. I think he thinks that what's happening isn't that bad. I think he rationalizes it to himself. He's like, oh, I was just scared last night because, you know, it's the middle of the night. It's a creepy situation. Today, now in the light of day, I know that was probably just like a a neighborhood kid jacking off in the living room or something. (laughs)
1: But how could you not how could it not cross your mind if you're if you're a day trader, you're aware of money.
0: Yeah. And
1: if you and if you're aware of ghosts, you're aware that if you catch paranormal activity on tape, it's probably worth a lot of money. So I mean, it it doesn't seem to be a motivation, but I don't understand how it couldn't be.
0: I think he would love to make a hit documentary and get money off of it for sure. Okay,
1: all right, gotcha. Um
0: I don't think he knows anything about making movies. He never seems to show up. And it's interesting that a different type of film would make uh, Mika an aspiring documentarian Ah. instead of a crypto bro who had a bunch of extra money who bought a camera as a toy. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Like he seems like that kind of guy. This is like a goofy hobby for him. Just like the the guitar that they showed him playing sometimes.
1: Oh yeah, that's, that's very yeah. You know what? That's analogous, totally. It's like he and he knew just enough on a guitar to play like one, like 20 seconds of like notes, and that, that was all he could probably play.
0: Yeah, and like he would never be in a band, he would no. never write a song or try oh, to record God. anything. No. He's, a, he's a dilettante. Uh, <laughs> So, night 15, 1.36 a.m. Katie wakes up in the middle of the night and stands next to her bed, staring at Mika for two hours straight.
1: (laughs) That that was it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, that wasn't it. Because then the TV turns on by itself. (gasps) And then there's noises. And she doesn't remember sleepwalking. Uh... <laughs> Next day, Mika says, "Don't let it get to you."
1: <laughs> it's very that you know that's that's more sensitive than he usually is. That's you know a kind yeah, thing to say.
0: I can see that it is getting to you. Stop it.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, he's angry. <laughs> that's a good point.
0: Yeah. Uh... Hey,
1: babe, why, why are you letting
0: it get to you? It's fucking annoying. Jesus Christ, babe. This is great. Why aren't you happy for me? For once <laughs> in my fucking life, why aren't you happy for me? We're God, I become a
1: documentarian shoes. and you just can't be supportive.
0: God. I supported your jewelry.
1: I supported your English majorness. <laughs> she's an English major, right?
0: I think so, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's still in school, I think.
1: Yeah, she is a student.
0: Yeah. So, uh, He also tells her, we shouldn't get an exorcist over here. Exorcists just make things worse.
1: That's what he said? I don't recall that line, really. He
0: said that specifically. And how does he know that? Because of that book he was reading about demons. He holds it up like, from what I read, they just, you know, they just piss the thing off. I'll figure this out. I got this. Chapter
1: 8, exorcists.
0: (laughs) All we need to, never use an exorcist. Right, exactly. All we need to do is figure out what it wants. And he asked, he asked the psychic, Dr. Frederick's earlier on. He's like, (laughs) what if we just give it what it wants? How about that? We'll just go away and do that?
1: Well, what it probably wants, Mika, is Katie.
0: Yeah, that was Dr. Frederick's response. Yeah. And Mika's like, uh, well, probably isn't definitely. I think we should go with my idea. (laughs) Anybody else? Any other ideas? I think this is is strong. I think it's got legs. (laughs) It's got legs. So instead, What Mika does is he brings home a Ouija board. (laughs) Ouija boards dating back to 1890, currently trademarked the Hasbro Corporation. Created Um, in Chicago. uh, Yeah, use a planchette on a board, the board labeled with letters, numbers, and simple words and phrases. And uh, you and uh, other people put your hands on the planchette and move it around, but it'll actually be the ghost moving it through you. Scientists are still not 100% certain of the mechanism.
1: <laughs> Hasbro is, do you think yeah. they've um patented that actual play mechanism?
0: Uh y- you cannot uh patent rules to a game uh I've learned.
1: But so... you can patent a um play, the play mechanism though. I if it's a process, you could process patent it, no?
0: Uh, well, I mean the process for making it you could patent. But a patent would also run out in seven years.
1: Uh, That's a good point, yeah. Uh.
0: So, when Katie sees that Mika has a Ouija board, she storms out of there. She's like, no, this <laughs> is fucking done. This is done. <laughs> this is over. Fuck you. And they go out and they, uh, we're going to go get dinner. We're going out for dinner. She's Me and the to demon? Dinner.
1: Who's she talking about?
0: She's talking about taking Micah for piece of shit boyfriend.
1: Oh, oh! I, I thought she meant her and the bead girl. I forgot they went out to dinner. You're right. Uh, her and Mika. You called yeah, them Micah?
0: Had, yeah, you're you're right. I've slipped that time. You broke. But as soon as they leave, we see appear on the screen seven thirty five p.m. and that's how we know something spooky's gonna happen.
1: Because and how we know the time. clock
0: is on the screen. <laughs> Spooky clock. Tell me, <laughs> spooky clock is a recurring character.
1: <laughs> spooky clock is a recurring character. Yes, it's also a credited character.
0: Uh, so on camera, uh, let's see, what do I have? To... Oh, so as soon as they leave, and the spooky clock appears, uh, <laughs> the Ouija board starts moving on its own, oh. and then it catches on fire. So there's that.
1: I thought that was creative. No,
0: um, compared that, to the rest. I mean, that a Ouija board would move.
1: No, that it, that it would write that would write something to you, and then light a flame. You know,
0: um, I, it didn't knock my socks off. But maybe that's because two I'm weeks ago I watched the movie Witchboard.
1: Oh yeah. Well that spoils uh I've always saying I've always yeah. said uh, watching We would Witch have no board.
0: paranormal activity if it were not yeah, for board, board two.
1: Yep, that's that's what I say. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, um Mika, do not um uh, play uh with the uh Ouija board. I won't. I sure hope not. I sure hope not. I sure hope not.
0: I sure hope not. Dr. Frederick, that actor crushed it. Yeah, he did. Um, Any
1: excuse to come up to San Diego, he said that too.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So uh, they get back and Mika turns on the camera fucking again for some reason. (laughs) Presumably because we need to have a movie. And that's why you sort of have to have Mika be an asshole. Because you need someone to keep on turning the camera, despite the fact that the person has repeatedly asked him to turn the camera off.
1: I feel like you could have work, found a good workaround instead of making you one. You could have of those just put up security characters.
0: cameras in the house. Right.
1: Yeah. And remember, there's a bunch more movies. So they're going to have to find five yeah. or six more reasons to have cameras yeah. around.
0: Five or six more assholes to be like, I'm making a documentary, yeah. baby. <laughs>
1: CoinNet, baby. That's take where your it's panties
0: at. off. <laughs> what? With a movie, take your panties off. It'll be better. No, Set I need them. Out. I sold them to the next door kid. <laughs> No, I mean, yeah, you can get half. uh, (laughs) So, and and Katie's like, what do I have to do? What what do I, or actually no, Mika says, what do I have to do? Like, he's just pissed off that she's still mad about it. He's like, what do I have to do to make this right? Yeah, he's not,
1: he's really, there's no contrition whatsoever. He's like, okay, what do I have to do to film your pain again?
0: No, oh, I'm sorry. I promised to do something to you. And I was lying to your face and I knew it when I said it. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so Mika uh, swears that he will abide by Katie's rules regarding the camera. She couldn't even get him to swear to stop making the documentary. So <laughs> she, He just got her to swear to like only like she would have veto power on the camera. And also get rid of the Ouija board. Neither of these things happen. <laughs> the next day, uh, we've got Katie meeting up with her gal pal again. Uh, Mika, meanwhile, brings down a little bit of uh, spooky sound recording to play for them. Uh, and they're both like, this is fucked up. You should call that a uh, demonologist. Dr. Young's. Yeah. What's his Abram. name? Abrams. Abrams, Dr. Johannes Abrams, you should call him. And I kept on waiting for Dr. Johannes Abrams to show up in this movie. It's like (laughs) waiting for Godot. Where the fuck is Dr. Johannes Abrams?
1: Well, especially because we're conditioned to, to think of these kind of movies as, as, as coming to a head in a battle between the demonologist and the demons. Yeah. And in this one, that didn't quite pan out.
0: No, never happened. No, Which I suppose is an interesting subversion of my expectations. Good. Uh, Anyway, Mika says, I got a plan. Don't worry (laughs) about it.
1: We got this, babe.
0: So he goes upstairs and he spreads baby powder on the floor. (laughs) And you know that he keeps that baby powder around to put on his nuts. He is 100%. That is why they have baby powder in their house. They do not have a baby.
1: (laughs) That's a good point.
0: This guy is a baby powder on the nuts type of guy. Night 17. 3.15 3.15 a.m. They hear some more thuds.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: His laugh is infectious. It is. <laughs> he couldn't stop at the end there. He, he kept going. No, he
0: really get. He's tickled. Yep. Uh, then they hear... Uh, um, some sort of moaning. And then they... They're pushed <laughs> it's, the, to,
1: it's the fucking kid.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the kid, once again, ejaculating in their living room. <laughs> just directly into Mika's shoes.
1: <laughs> Onto a coin net shirt.
0: Yeah. I just wipe myself off with this here rag. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like one of the characters from Split. <laughs> Uh, so they, they see footprints in the baby powder. Guess what? It has what? feet.
1: No, that's it not it. We
0: can kill it.
1: Oh, stop it. It's not just feet. What do you see in the baby powder?
0: I just saw foot- Was there something? I was They're, hooves. To- <laughs> They're
1: hoof prints.
0: It has hooves are a type of feet. Right.
1: But that's scarier because it's, it's- you I know- saw
0: them. Here's what I thought. They go in, they like follow the footprints backwards To the bathroom, and then there's a hatch in the bathroom that goes up to the attic. Right. I thought it was going to turn out to be a raccoon. I thought they were very large (laughs) raccoon footprints. I thought it was going to be one of those fake outs. I thought then Meek would be like, "See, it was a raccoon." And
1: the (laughs) movie would end. That would have been no. You know how good that would be. Oh, sorry.
0: No. Then the next night, then the demon would show up and be like, "Oh, Oh, it really wasn't."
1: I think it'd be funnier if the movie ended and it was a raccoon the entire time, and you did a big. You did a big flashback of how it was the raccoon each time doing stuff, or the kid next door. Oh my god, that'd be a great movie. Uh,
0: But instead of finding a raccoon up in the attic, Mika finds a photo of Katie when she was eight in front of her old house. The one that burned down, and uh, the picture is slightly singed. It's because like,
1: all of her belongings burned with the house.
0: Yeah, they all. So how did that get up into the ventilation of the attic? She's never even seen this. It's not like she brought that photo and it was in a box and it fell out of the box and it got into an AC shaft. No, 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 that's not what happened. Nope. That could never happen.
1: No, I. you know how I know that's not what happened because there was a rumbling from my woofer.
0: Yeah, because the spooky clock was still on the screen.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was a lot of tells.
0: Yeah. So uh, Mika keeps uh, filming. And at this point, Katie's kind of losing it. Katie's getting pushed around the edge. After 24 years, these last two weeks with Mika fucking this shit up and doing everything horribly (laughs) has made this so much worse. And she tells him, you are absolutely powerless. She says, do you yeah, would have left footprints if it didn't want to leave footprints? It wanted us to see that. Uh, I
1: thought that was good, actually.
0: No, that was a good moment. Mika doesn't take it hard. Doesn't hit home with him. Mika didn't think it was a good moment. Not very
1: impactful. He, no, he didn't understand that, that he was, you know, all of his bluster meant nothing in the face of real power. And his girlfriend was telling him he was meaningless and a small speck of nothing in the face of reality. And I guess it didn't process well. No, he or didn't... at all.
0: No, it just bounced off him.
1: <laughs> it bounced straight off his skull. Coin net!
0: Man, maybe maybe tonight while she's asleep I can just take her panties off and film it like that. <laughs> uh, night eighteen. 353 AM. Did you find
1: the Oh shit. That was the first shot at Sumter. Um, did you find the pattern in the numbers? Uh,
0: No, no, I didn't. Oh, I okay. I was, was, was hoping
1: one. you did. I never tried to find one, but I thought maybe you did.
0: No, no. Is there one?
1: No, I don't know. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. Okay, I thought you were about to give me like an Easter egg.
1: Oh, no, I got, I wish. I thought maybe you saw one. <laughs> I, I didn't see one.
0: No. Uh, so, Uh. 3.53 a.m., they hear it uh, walking up the stairs. At this point, I'm thinking they really should be sleeping in shifts, it seems like. Yeah, I think we,
1: they, they're past that point.
0: Yeah, I guess it's a little bit too late now. Uh, the demon starts uh, menacing them, attacking them somehow. You never You don't see anything. I just wrote down demon attacks, but I don't know what that means.
1: <laughs> you know, it's a lot clearer in the entity.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. If only we were watching the Entity franchise.
1: (laughs) Uh, Is there a second one? No. I have no idea. No, there's not.
0: Uh, Mika uh, cries out, Who's there? You want to fuck with us? (laughs) A very funny response. Uh, And the door is closing, and it thuds. Uh, Katie is crying and begging to go downstairs she wants to get out of the bedroom she wants to hang out downstairs she wants to get out of this bedroom where she gets menaced by this horrible thing every night and And also the demon yeah 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 all right (laughs) and so yeah Mika is like "Uh, no let's go back to bed Uh, (laughs) you know I'm just I if I sleep on the couch and it's up hurting my neck (laughs) So, but my entire well being depends on this. I I know, but listen, listen, (laughs) I'm listening. Listen, I'm pretty sure that tomorrow, if I can dump those hog (laughs) futures, so I really, but the thing is, I got to do it first thing. So, I got to be up.
1: (laughs) You're right. I'm being selfish. I'm sorry, Mika.
0: Thanks, baby. Just leave the camera on and maybe uh, could you like arch your back?
1: Yeah, I could. I'm sorry. I'll arch better, Mikel. I'll call you by your full name, Meikle. Uh,
0: So there's doors closing. There's thuds. I want to go back to bed. I don't know why. The other thing that I think would help these guys out a lot that they never do, they should watch some TV.
1: Yeah, you know, it's very co- Two things. You're right. Yeah. They need to watch TV. It's a It's a normal couple thing, and they never do it. And you know what goes hand in hand with that? What's that? Both of their nightstands have nothing on them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, what nightstands
1: have nothing on them? Yeah,
0: literally nothing. Not a book. Not a pill case. Not a nothing. Not a clock. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Weird people. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, he wants to get her back up to bed and he, you can tell he's on the verge of making a move. It's basically his whole vibe in this film is, I wrote down, uh, babe, why did you suck on my schlong while I tell a ghost to eat me? <laughs> Uh, The next day, they find... uh... (laughs) Suck on my schlong. Uh, Do you think he says that during sex? Oh, yes. Keep sucking on my schlong, baby. Have you ever had...
1: Oh, God. One time... Okay, I'm not going to say... It was a long, long time ago. I mean, this is before, you know, a girl would be... Whatever in high school, I was with a girl who was also in high school because it was starting to sound weird. But yeah. she, during an intimate encounter, she was like, Oh, I feel so good on my vagina. And I go, What? I, I didn't say it, I didn't say anything, obviously. I was just so happy to be in you know, yeah. so close proximity to but breast. It, it stuck I, out. It shocked me to hear that word associated with an actual you know, naked lady, you well, know, an actual it was. Oh, God, it was it was really, like, I'll never forget it.
0: Yeah, yeah, sometimes a little turn of phrase can get stuck in your head.
1: That's why you should never say schlong, like Mika.
0: It's true, it'll get stuck in somebody's head, they'll never be able to look at you the same. The ick. So the next day, uh, they find uh, that the demon has attacked a photo of the two of them, but it's attacked Mika in the photo. Seems strange, because normally it's menacing Katie. He's so years.
1: annoying, he changed its directives.
0: Yeah, the demon was like, hang on, I gotta, I gotta yeah. shut this guy the fuck up first.
1: I know I've been after her since she was eight, but this guy sucks.
0: This guy is the worst. <laughs> uh so he starts like looking around. He's like, someone must have been here and punched this photo. It's really funny, he like uh he pulls back the shower curtain like he's gonna find a demon hiding in the shower <laughs> uh, uh,
1: or showering. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> turn out that light <laughs> uh, excuse me <laughs> so they try to get a hold of Professor Johannes that was part of the deal that Katie made with Mika back when she was mad at him for the Ouija board
1: by the way, couples, you shouldn't have to make deals with your significant others to do things that you need to do for yourself
0: yeah, uh, these people have a very bad relationship, that is, do not try Katie's out there, don't try to find your Mika. Right. Uh so but Dr. Johannes, he's out of town. They try and call <laughs> him it's too late. He's he's doing another thing, he's on another job.
1: It's a ridiculous that that's what they went with. They were like, How do we how do we make him unavailable? Oh, we'll go with he's unavailable. Yeah. I like <laughs> well, it because it's right.
0: simple and it's realistic. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's busy. sorry. Has, this guy has a fucking life. In a found footage movie, I think it works. I'm on vacation with my family. The thing is, my car's in the shop, so I just put in for some annual leave and I took some time just you know, I like to go hiking. And so I just you know, I left my phone at home and I just really reconnected. <laughs> I haven't
1: done any social media and this is the longest time. It
0: feels it you feels so good, you know.
1: Yeah, just to separate it from Insta, you know, blue just sky meet, all met, of this. Just
0: be sort of authentic. <laughs> and uh, so instead they call uh, Professor Frederick uh, who comes back over and is like, "Whoa. I have to leave. Goodbye." <laughs>
1: Goodbye. I have to leave. Katie's like, "Wait, no, I'll have me Mika- I'll I'll have Mika leave. You can stay." And he's like, "No, it's not that. Seriously." No, it's,
0: it's the demon that demon situation, remember last time I was here I was talking about it might be a demon. You might have a demon situation. I'm going to confirm that this is a demon situation <laughs> and that it has gotten much worse. It is now, I'm going to say we're at DEFCON. Is 5 or 1 the bad one? We're at the bad one. Those uh, are
1: defensive The defensive positions.
0: Yeah, we are. Uh, we are. Uh, you need to get ready to... For uh, tactical nuclear war. Yes. Uh, so, and in I other words, believed, I, in other words, you that gotta I'm get here, a priest.
1: Sorry, I apologize. Go ahead.
0: No, you need to get obviously, my friend, Doctor Johannes Abrams. <laughs> he's currently out of town, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, and, I can
1: always count on my friend to to keep up my with my excuses on why I'm out of town.
0: <laughs> he just he had a thing. And honestly I thought you guys were going to call him before if you had let me know that you were gonna wait two weeks to call him I would have told you he was gonna be out of town
1: he books he books up quickly he you know he's working yeah, on a novel you know he's a busy guy
0: you guys think this is the only demon in California my <laughs> Jesus friends, Christ no you are mistaken uh, dr. Johannes Abrams I was doing you a favor hoping you get him in uh, now you're probably gonna have to wait like three months but he says no I I'm going to see what I can do to track him down. I can hopefully get him down here in a couple days. I hope you survive. And,
1: <laughs> and he's shaken. I mean, he's scared. He doesn't yeah. want to. He's like, listen, I have to no. leave. I can't put myself in danger no, he, of being in your home.
0: rushing out the door. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And they ask him, like, should we leave? Should we go somewhere else? And he says, uh, leaving won't help at all, which is a very scary thing to hear.
1: Here's what bothered me about that. Here's why I know he hates Mika and hated him from the beginning. Because Mika could have left. It's true. And he doesn't mention that. He's like, and no, you guys, you guys are going to get killed by a demon. But Mika could have just left. It, it's that's successful. a very it. good
0: point. Yeah. If only Mika wasn't such an asshole. And yeah. honestly, if he had left, he would have stopped antagonizing the demon, and the whole situation probably would have calmed down.
1: Oh I my think God!
0: Professor Frederick really dropped the ball on this one.
1: Well, he may be back in other installments, and maybe he's not as I, good as he seems.
0: Is he the linchay of the franchise?
1: <laughs> no, he's not. I'll I'll, I'll break that. And, that doesn't happen.
0: And scary o'clock is uh, the uh, <laughs> lipstick is the hallway monitor. monitor. Uh, so,
1: night nineteen. Oh my God, that's a lot of nights.
0: Yeah, this has been going on for a little shy of three weeks. Uh, it gets in bed with them. You see the sheet move. And then 3.04 a.m., there's some tapping. <laughs> yeah, tapping is scary.
1: Listen, yeah. if it's 3 in the morning and you hear tapping, that sounds like... No,
0: I don't like, like hearing that. No.
1: Right, right. So we can, we can make fun, but we would be frightened.
0: No, if I was them, I would definitely be frightened because they heard some tapping. Well, and if then you're Katie, Katie wakes
1: if Mika, up. you wouldn't be happy anyway.
0: Yeah, Katie uh, Katie wakes up. She feel, She says she felt it breathing on her neck.
1: Oh, God.
0: Yeah, which you don't like. So, Micah, he gets up. He looks under the bed. It's not <laughs> under
1: there. <laughs> Checks the shower again.
0: Yeah, just to be safe. It's not there. Uh. The next morning, they're up all night again. Katie says, uh, we have to figure something out. You think? (laughs) These people are fucking useless.
1: (laughs) By the way, she doesn't go to school a lot for a student.
0: No, this must be the summer season.
1: Oh, okay. And he doesn't do a lot of day trading.
0: No, he's taking some time off to work on his documentary. He told his boss to shove it. Uh... But Mika is back on the computer. He finds a website. That's right. A website. He was trying to find other people that might have experienced several things. He found a lady that had the exact same lady from the sixties. The exact same thing happened to her in the sixties. And there's there's an MP4 of her screaming and dying. So he (laughs) plays uh, Katie, a video of this woman screaming and dying he's like, this same thing is gonna happen to you, babe. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. really that's what he's saying. Yeah. This lady's story is the exact same as yours. And then this is how she died. We've got <laughs> it on film, and it's on this website.
1: It's painful, super Listen painful. That?
0: Look how frightened she is of her imminent death. <laughs> She's dying horrified.
1: <laughs> Not only scared, but in agony.
0: Yeah. So then Katie's like, listen, I have to go study. She says, I'm <laughs> trying to study. She's studying now. Whole movie hasn't touched a book. Now she says, I'm trying to study. When well, it makes sense. She needs
1: work. to make up some work.
0: It's true. She's probably way behind.
1: What do you think you studying? If you're, when you're a master's in English, what is she reading? Like, Chaucer?
0: <laughs> um well I feel like Tony Morrison covered Chaucer at this point
1: I know I'm joking about Chauc- Tony Morrison maybe I don't know
0: maybe James Joyce
1: James Joyce think. is cool uh
0: so uh Katie gets dragged away in the middle of the night night twenty four thirty two something no literally her out of the bed yeah something <laughs> invisible grabs her by the ankle rips her out of the bed drags her away Micah comes after her grabs her pulls her back Back to the safety of their bedroom. And it was 4.32 a.m., so it was almost the morning. So they were almost safe. They were this close. Uh, The next day, uh, they're looking at it, and Katie has some bite marks on her side.
1: And Mika has some flesh on his teeth.
0: Yeah. Uh, Katie uh, is then, uh, they're like, we should go to a hotel. Let's get out of here for the night. You know what? Let's just get out of here. You know what I mean?
1: I do. I know. I would do it. Listen, I don't care if the guy told me that it's attached to me. I'd go to a hotel. I would, I'd feel a lot safer knowing that there were other people around me.
0: Let's get a change of scenery. Right. Uh, Katie is sitting on the floor, squeezing her cross in her hand so bad, uh, that she started bleeding. She's completely fried.
1: Yeah. Katie, Katie has reached her, uh, breaking point, uh, at this point in the movie. And she's starting to act real weird, huh?
0: Yeah. Uh, Miko's like, that's it. I've had enough of this. (laughs) He's had enough. (laughs) He grabs the photo that he found of Katie, and he throws it in the fireplace and sets it on fire. Why he didn't do that also to the Ouija board, I have no idea. Well, the Ouija board
1: is flame retardant,
0: isn't it? Oh, and also he said he borrowed the Ouija board. He had to get it back to his friend, I'm sure. It's already been lit on fire. It's true. He could probably explain that. Be like, it's actually, it's a cool story, and I've got it. On
1: video. <laughs> I've got it on video. It's awesome, man. It's gonna be in the documentary. You want? You want to do an interview?
0: So after the uh, Mika burns the video, he goes back to grab Katie to take her to the hotel, and she says, "It's better if we stay."
1: Oh, okay.
0: she seems, she's she's uh, completely uh, gone by now. That seems like
1: a a drastic change because she really wanted to leave, man.
0: Yeah. No, she was desperate to get out of there. And honestly, yeah, probably would have been the right call.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm thinking things might have been different if they had gotten to a a Motel 6.
0: Yeah. Some place with better vibes, like a motel on the wrong side of the tracks. (laughs) Night 21. (laughs) The Cecil. 1.27 a.m. They're still not sleeping in shifts for some reason. (laughs) They haven't thought of it. (laughs) No, it never occurred to them. Katie stands up, sleepwalks a little bit, and then stares at Mika for about an hour and 45 minutes.
1: Why did I end up with him?
0: Yeah, I mean, I can understand why she's doing that. Uh, At 3.15 a.m., she then walks away and starts screaming. Mika gets out of bed to go check it out. There's uh, some tussling. We see, uh, we hear some footsteps and then uh, we see Mika's dead body hurled directly at the camera. And then Katie crawling around all fours. She's all possessed and fucked up. And then we uh, get a closing title screen that says uh, Mika is dead and Katie's whereabouts are unknown.
1: And and it's a little more dramatic than that. I will have the audience know. She does she <laughs> It's that dramatic. I don't even have to explain it. It's it's undercrack dramatic. Um she ascends the stairs carrying the prone body of one Mika Sloat. I believe that's his last name. And she, uh, blank-eyed, hurls him at the camera toward us, our POV, the viewer. And then she crawls on all fours, uh, obviously possessed, looking very crazy and frightening. Mm -hmm. And she sort of sniffs around the body and then then sort of gnashes her teeth at us, the audience. And it's a quite frightening jump scare, if I don't say so myself. Or if I do say so myself.
0: You did say so
1: yourself. If I did say so myself.
0: Well, so that's Paranormal Activity Part
1: 1. What'd you think, man?
0: I didn't think it was too bad. That's I really, awesome. I didn't like the character of Mika. I found him to be really unpleasant and really stupid.
1: Did you enjoy how much you hated him, or did he really bother you?
0: I, I, What I liked is that me disliking him offered me a distraction from the scarier parts of the movie. Oh, okay. Uh, and I could be like, yeah, maybe th- that, maybe this will be the scene where Mika gets it you know what i mean
1: now was there any part of it that was scary and enjoyable or were this was it all anxious scares
0: um it was pretty much all because you knew as soon as you would cut to these nighttime screens Uh, vision and then you'd see the clock and you'd be like okay now something scary is going to happen it's going to happen the next minute i have like practically a countdown clock to when I'm going to be scared of the bottom, except that, you know, it's like just playing. But I don't game. quite know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah the
0: that's playing the with jack in
1: the box. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh, that's such a great. That's such a great description. Those, those scenes are total jack in the box scenes. That's exactly how I described it. Shivel. That's brilliant. Okay. Those are one jack in the box scene after another, and they do get you. I mean, I totally get how someone could be uncomfortable watching a movie that's purposefully out to make them jump. You know, I mean, that's not pleasant to everyone. I happen to find it, you know, enjoyable, you know, but not everyone does. So, I mean, it's up to uh, the viewer what they, what they enjoy, what they can tolerate.
0: Yeah. It's uh, you know, uh, different strokes for different folks. Tell me what, what do I have to look for? Uh, what's in store for me with the rest of this franchise? Would you say that this is the high watermark? Is this one of those franchises that finds its stride as it continues?
1: I, I like how the story develops. We learn oh, there's backstory. Story. There's lore. There's, there's lore. backstory. We we go back in time. We go forward in time. Um, I, I don't want to give away too much. But, uh, yeah, we play One with time space.
0: There's Paranormal Activity, 2945. None, none, none
1: of them take place in the future, but there's an aspect of... I, I I would give it away, but we do play with time.
0: There's a continuity.
1: Yeah, but that's oh. uh, there is also a future thingy. But and very...
0: there's also one that takes place in the year 2949. <laughs> when I, Peter I and his knights emerge from the Ghost Dimension. <laughs>
1: I so bad want to tell you what the thing is with Ghost, ghost Dimension, like what the uh, hook is on that movie. Can I tell you?
0: Um, no. movie? No. Oh, the, one of these is called Ghost Dimension.
1: Oh, you, I thought you knew that. That's what I was going to no, say. I, I,
0: I had forgotten that. You're right. One of them is called Ghost uh, Dimension. I, I'm
1: not going to tell you, but the hook on it is so hilarious. Like what makes it different from the other ones, but it's still the, the same found footage, but not quite. You know, like the, the this twist time is of The
0: ghosts are making the documentary about us.
1: It's so close to that. It's, it might as well be that. It, it, oh it's, and then that. there's the Hispanic one, the marked ones. It's like, it's basically a retread, but it, it's well done. I actually really enjoyed it, but it's just purposefully pandering to a different audience. It's like, Hey, we'll make paranormal, uh, L paranormal activity, you know, on purpose, you yeah, know? I and I, I actually really liked it though.
0: All right. Well, okay. There's, there's stuff to look forward to. Well, I want to thank you guys for subscribing to the Patreon And uh, listen to the episode. Uh, And uh, until next time, I guess we'll just have to say. Don't get spooked.